Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. Enjoying the evening or the bright, beautiful morning, whatever it is for you. I want to take this opportunity to share a realization I had that well, I'm not going to say I couldn't have done it alone, but I certainly didn't. And this is another reminder of the great benefit real solid friendships can have, great mentor figures can have, taking the time to pause, to have these meaningful, deep conversations, share experiences, because without it, I don't think I would have realized this, especially this early. I may have come upon it, stumbled upon it, recognized it, remembered it to this deeper level later on in life. And I feel fortunate that I recognize that now. Now, some of you all may disagree with this, and that's okay. As with everything, take it with a grain of salt, live it out for your own experience, and if the shoe happens to fit, Keep the world, take it for a spin. If not, make your size it wasn't your fit. Maybe you need to grow into it in the future, revisit it at another time. Maybe it just ain't your style, and that's cool too. The realization I had the other day, through a good help of my friend, is that self-doubt is an illusion. Self-doubt is an illusion. If you told me that a long time ago, I wouldn't have believed you right off the bat. And in fact, I would have had to have a numerous amount of experiences before I came to the fact of considering that possibility. And as I think about that, I say, I don't know about that. I've had self-doubt. Heck, I have self-doubt all the time. Alright, I definitely, uh, I doubt my abilities, I doubt my worthiness, I doubt my current role in life, I doubt certain relationships I have, right? It's natural. It's a force out there. It's something that that just happens. Now, I doubt myself far less than I used to, right? That was a training. That was something that I sought value in, right? I said, hey, let me stop doubting myself so much, right? Let me do things to build up my confidence and confidence over time, and that didn't just happen like a snap of the finger. That was a variety of situations that build up like layers of a cake over and over on top of each other, with a different flavor for each one. And that had to be trust earned over time. However, self-doubt is an illusion. Just think to yourself, right? How many of you listening out here have experienced self-doubt in the last day, in the last week, month, even year. I know I have, all in myself. I know a lot of my friends have, right? And self-doubt, by the way, does not mean that it left you crippled or unable to take action. It just means there is some force there making you doubt, right? I might experience a taste of self-doubt every single day. Now here's the fascinating thing, the 
word self in that, right? That implies that it's targeted at me or that I'm the one doubting myself. Now, if I'm the one doubting myself and you're the one doubting yourself and your friend's the one doubting themselves and we're all doubting ourselves, how likely is it that all of us truly, truly doubt ourselves? Or is there another possibility at play? Right? Is there the possibility that this may just be some type of universal energy, some type of entropy, some type of force, right? That speaks to us. That's just saying, hey, I don't know. Let's have a little bit more of this survival instinct out here, right? Let's have a little bit more of a need for me to protect myself. A little bit need for me to play it safe, right? A little bit more scarcity versus abundance. Whatever kind of primal analogy you want to put into place to better understand that. Right? I'm much more under the impression now that, you know, maybe it's in our biological nature. Maybe it's in part of us socially, right? The way we're engineered to fit into groups and to value fitting in. Maybe it's our system of negative feedback loops, both in our social interactions and in the intimate physiology of the body, how we respond, literally how we gasp for air sometimes. But we, res we don't respond when we have excess, right? Or, well, we do a little bit, right? Sometimes, especially for carbon dioxide, but again, that's a side tangent for another day, battle for another day. What we do know, though, is that we would much more readily respond to, oh, I'm in pain, versus, oh, I don't feel pain right now. Let me respond to that. No, why would you respond to that? You're in homeostasis. You're balanced. You're stable. All right? So maybe we respond back to, okay, this negative feedback loop. And maybe self-doubt is just one more aspect of this negative feedback loop of a checks and balance system that's floating around out there. And I'm curious, right? I'm curious, what if this plays the same role as pain does? Right? What if it's a protective mechanism for ourselves? And in that, when we better understand pain, the role it plays, the less power it has over us. Right? All of a sudden, instead of being this huge, complicated construct and everything and like this crazy experience, we're like, no. There are many, many things that contribute to pain and pain is an output. It's not an input. It's not a harm inflicted upon us. It can signify harm or it can signify potential danger or it can signify a whole bunch of things depending on the situation, but it's an output. It's a, it's a perception, right? Pain is a perception, one of many perceptions we have. What if self-doubt is another one of those in a negative feedback loop similar to pain to serve a role in protection, encouraging us to play small in the world, encouraging us to belittle ourselves, not worry about our emotional abundance, rather worrying about our ability to survive, to not venture out onto the savannah, to not venture out into the empty prairie where the lion might get us, to not venture out of the nice, warm, cozy cave into the cold, onto the tundra, to not venture out into the Amazon jungle where we have the unknown. No, to say to say safe, to be sheltered, to have that protection, right? Because do we ever really doubt ourselves when something is incredibly easy for us that's well within our reach that we can you know oh do I doubt myself that I can grab my phone from where on my dresser while I'm laying on my bed to look at it for something 
No, I don't doubt myself for that. I doubt myself when it's something incredibly uncomfortable, or even somewhat uncomfortable, when I'm reaching, when I'm going beyond the realm of easy. That's when I have this doubt. And I, I truly believe this, and I'm going to keep testing my hypothesis, but I, I believe, believe as of this point that self-doubt is an illusion because it's not a doubting of myself that comes from myself, right? Just like pain isn't this internal existence inflicting harm on me. No, pain's an output of many things. Self-doubt may just be an output of many things in our society and our physiology and the way that we're wired. And so if we understand it, we can understand its influence in our role to be one of many great protectors. Pain is a great protector. And self-doubt just may be a great protector of another form. And I'm fascinated to delve deeper into this curiosity. Because even as I'm saying this, I don't pretend to understand it. Right? I don't pretend to understand this phenomenon fully. I feel like I've just scratched at something, a layer that I haven't been to before. Right? Just like the ice is melting. And you can dig down a little bit. Of course, I'm saying this in Southern California, but knowing that my roots are from New England, right? So snow analogies can actually make a little bit of sense. But you're scratching on this new layer and you find something that's new. You haven't had the chance to explore it yet. You just see something that's new. That's the stage I'm at. I'm at the tip of the iceberg, if even that. And that's okay. That's completely okay. And so what if self-doubt was a force out there it's not me doubting myself it's something right it's the universe a sign a signal i'm not saying like the universe like oh it's pointing you in a sign you need to follow it but what if it's just a force telling us to play it safe to play small right does that serve the world not inherently and so what could we do with that information Right? And just ask yourselves, whether you believe this or not, ask yourself, if this were true, if all self-doubt I experience was a protective mechanism, was a negative feedback system, was something encouraging me to play it safe, play it small, not even how would that change my life? Right? Ask the simple questions first. Would that change my life? And not even in a big, powerful way. Would that change any moment of my life? For me, that would be an outstanding, astounding yes. And I can go, okay, instead of just, would that change a moment in my life, would that change my life? Yes, it would. Absolutely. And not only what if that was true, but what if I was aware of that, right? What if, take it one level very slowly at a time, not to skip stages here, what if I was aware of that this force out there was not me telling myself to play it small. It was not this voice coming from within. It was just a force. It was something out there, not good, not evil. Just was. A survival mechanism encouraging me to play it small that's ingrained deep within me. What if? I would live differently. Even since I've recognized this, I mean, this was a number of days ago for me, right? Even since I've recognized this, I've reacted very different. There are times that I forget 
right? And I just kind of play it like normal, you know, trying to be mentally tough or trying to, you know, push through, persevere to counteract it with a normal amount of mental fortitude that I otherwise would com- almost combat it with <coughs> and counteract it just like you counteract a withdrawal from the bank account. You make a deposit, right? I counteract it. But what if I recognize self-doubt for what it really was, just some random external force that's not really taking any kind of withdrawal from the bank account unless I perceive it to be? I don't have to automatically react. I don't have to change it. I just smile and recognize it for what it is. And understand that it's one of many influences influencing me at the time. Because it's when the influence isn't understood, that's when the trouble arises. It's when we truly don't understand what pain is or why it occurs or how it happened in this instant or what it means, what it signifies, that's where suffering arises. If we can truly understand pain and understand all that contributes to and around it, well, in that case, what is there to suffer if we know, if we understand, if we can take it for its influence? This could be the same truth with self-doubt. And that's something that I'm working on exploring right now. This idea that self-doubt may just yet be an illusion. A universal facade experienced by all. Not targeted from self to self. Right? That's isolation thinking. When we're in pain, when we're in doubt, that's isolated thinking. Then all of a sudden you're in a group, right? And you ask that, that very simple question. Or you lead it with yourself, right? You show your humility and leadership first. Hey, I'm currently in a place of doubt. I've doubted myself recently. And you ask humbly and openly, how many of you have doubted yourself? Recently? Semi-recently at all? The person who says that they haven't, right? Run from them because they do not have self-awareness. And that, it truly is a self-awareness. Right, an awareness of you, of I. Again, we can talk about ego or not ego at the same time, right? Um, but that's another side tangent for this sake and this purpose. Let's use that illusion and our own identity. Self-doubt is an illusion. Would that change any moment of your life? If you believe that self-doubt was an illusion, I even believed if it was an illusion, would that change any moment of your life? Would that change your life? Would that change decisions you make? Would that change your outlook? Would you live differently? Going forward with the understanding that self-doubt was an illusion. And would that serve you? Would that do you harm or would that do you good? Or would it merely just be an opportunity? something to leverage or utilize to better understand this world with, I wouldn't even say more information, but different information, right? See everything through a slightly different lens for a little more of what it potentially really is. And so next time you strongly, significantly doubt yourself, don't even try and convince yourself. Just ask yourself, what if, what if this self-doubt was any of these mechanisms at play or other mechanisms you can think of that I didn't have the awareness to brainstorm at this given time in my current life right now. 
Self-doubt is an illusion. I understand I'm being redundant here. I'm saying this as much for myself as it was, or is, for everyone else listening. And it's funny, right? We all wrongly, and I am including myself as the first person here, foremost, that we wrongly assume it is targeted at us. We assume it's ourselves pointing it at ourselves. We assume it's a negative self-talk, right? Now we can feed into that. We can have our initial self-doubt. Uh, then we can think it's a negative self-talk, mistake it for that. Uh, then we can react to that self-doubt, the illusion that is there. And we can then negatively self-talk to ourselves, believing that the first stimulus was a ne negative self-talk. We can perpetuate the cycle. So this is the next curiosity that I'm playing with. I'm just evaluating. How's this play out in my life? What influence does it take? Or does it take? I'm very excited and curious to see where this will take me. I'm curious for your journey as well. Alright y'all. Simply. Not easy.